This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in your podcast app. The late Eunice Shriver, before her death, <laughs> several years before her death, gave us permission to use her name to establish an award for an agency or now an individual who embodies the best of advocacy, self-advocacy, and speaking up for people with disabilities. Um, And we have somebody who really emulates all of those traits and then some. Eunice Shriver was the mother of a child with developmental disabilities and uh, cerebral palsy. And she recognized early on the value of social recreation and all those activities which helped her child, she realized would help others' children and founded, as we know, the Special Olympics. And the power of advocacy is something that is demonstrated by this year's recipient of the Shriver Award. And without further ado, uh, we would like to introduce Elizabeth Grigsby. Um, Many of you have heard uh, Liz speak before because she has been a speaker at our conference over the years a number of times. Um, And this year, uh, we have chosen her as the Shriver um, Award awardee, uh, given her her work with... uh, clients' rights and advocacy, and her activism over the years for people with disabilities. Uh, Liz is the consumer rights advocate at Golden Gate Regional Center, and we can think of no better person to give a talk on advocacy, inclusion, and consumer rights than Liz. Congratulations for being the award winner this year, Liz, uh, and take it away. Thank you very much. Jerry Allison, it's my pleasure to be here today to talk to you guys about advocacy. And all that comes with it. Um, I'm a native of San Francisco. Born and raised, and I, I have cerebral palsy, which I'm glad the topic was about cerebral palsy. I'm glad that we're not the forget forgotten disability. People still love us out there. Um, I've been working for Golden Gate Regional Center for over 20 plus years or so as a rights advocate. My philosophy is 
Just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't have the life that you want and deserve. So many times we were told back in the day, oh, these individuals need to stay safe. They need to be cared for. They need to be looked after. So let's put them in a state hospital. But being safe was great and all. I'm all for that. But what people forgot to realize, we needed to have a life. And we needed to experience what everybody else without a disability does. That means live in their own community, have relationships, boyfriend and girlfriend, live in their own place, have a real job. That pays more than 50 cents an hour. And they need to have their own income. What a concept. So when, when I was offered the job at the regional center, um, the, my first boss asked me, what, I asked him, what did you guys specifically want me to do? And he was like, I don't know. We haven't really thought about it. Oh, just run with it and I make it your own. And I was like, be careful what you ask for. You might bring you people who know me. I'm a go-getter. So I really believe that people with disability need to be able to make mistakes and get back on there and learn how to fall, if you will, and get back on up and dust yourself off and try again. I'm a, I like to advocate for the marginalized with my papa, my community, and see is very marginalized. We still have a long way to go. I believe that whatever your disability is, it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get to your goal and what makes you happy, 
in your life happen. So many times we base people's goals on all these measurements. And if somebody doesn't complete it in the way they they think they should, they're like, oh no, I failed. I'm here to tell you, I live on my own in my own apartment and I go to UCSF for treatment uh, for all my medical care. I see Jerry Collins Bryant my nurse practitioner, and I see Dr. Chu Chen as my neuro recovery. I give Botox injections, which help me have more movement in my hands. And because I I love you, see, because they don't give up on me because they know I'm not gonna give up on myself. I'm always determined to go that extra mile. If somebody tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna prove them wrong and do it anyway. I just, I just have that fighting spirit, that fire in me, that my foster family never really instilled in me, because they never believed I was gonna be able to live on my own. They were always, downing me and making fun of me, saying, yeah, right, you'll never be able to live on your own. You'll never be able to hold a job because we have to do everything for you. You can't do nothing by yourself. Well, I'm a living testimony. I'm 51 years old with cerebral palsy. I I live with it every day. I have my own apartment where I come and go as I please. I have staff that help me in and out of bed every morning with the help of a Hoyer lift, of course. And I just feel like if I could do it, anybody could do it. Despite your disability, we all have challenges. It's just 
what are you going to do about those challenges? Yeah, you could sit in your room and have a pity party and say, why me? Why did it happen to me? Why do I have a disability? Or you can get out there and advocate for your rights and advocate for other people with disabilities. Because you know what? We're not going anywhere. Jerry thought she could retire. Tire? Are you kidding me? You're still an asset where you see asset. You're not going anywhere. And I'm on the state council of developmental disability. I'm the chairperson of our regional advisory committee. After my predecessor and good friend, Sasha Binder, stepped down, I decided that I wanted to take it, take over. And I asked Sheridan Nicolau, I wrote her an email saying I wanted to do it. And the council voted anonymously, voted me in. And I just, I just think that people with disabilities, we need to push the envelope because we can do much more than people give us credit for. Don't let your disability stop you. I know, believe me, cerebral palsy has its challenges. I also suffer from depression. But you know what? I'm I'm not I wasn't su supposed to be here in the beginning. I was, because I was very premature. I could fit inside of a palm of a nurse's hand. That's how small it was. And they didn't give me much life expectancy. But I'm 51 and I'm going strong. Yes, I have some medical setbacks put me in the hospital but like I tell people all the time you can't keep a good woman down and that's why I teach other people in my advocacy class don't let don't let parents tell you what you can't do just because you have a disability. I'm your biggest cheerleader. If I can do it, anybody can do it. And we're gonna 
changes the world one mind at a time. So I want everybody to get on the bandwagon with me because advocacy only works if you work it. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you all. Thank you so much, Liz. That was that was great. I really appreciate your energy, uh, your enthusiasm, and your words. And there's a lot of uh, messages in the chat of, about congratulations and what an inspiration. And somebody said they had a good time with you at a bar a couple years ago. I'm not <laughs> sure who that was, but <laughs> it could have been any bar. But... <laughs> <laughs> we love um, you, Liz. <laughs> but thank you so much. You've really contributed uh, so much to this conference, but also to the field and uh, and really sent a message about uh, advocacy and using your voice uh, to, to get what you want um, and how important that is, uh, how important it is to, to push for um, as uh, good quality of life as possible, as independent life as possible. Um, and I think that uh, you do inspire people to to um, go for as much as as they can. So I think um, we thank you so much for for all of your words. And there will be uh, a certificate. Uh, uh, I believe it's framed, but if not, we will frame it uh, in recognition of this award uh, today. Well, like I said, I want to thank Lucy and you every year putting on a wonderful conference. If it wasn't for you guys, the, these messages every year wouldn't be getting out there. So you guys deserve a big round of applause. And I thank you for being my Nurse practitioner for all these years, keeping me healthy and keeping me living on my own and not in the sniff. So thank you for always being my champion. Absolutely. Um, and one of the comments, it sounds like you're a board member uh, of the Kelsey as well. Oh yeah. Oh, I am. So, so I, I think the I think the other message that you're sending to people is to get involved and not uh, just sit back and let others do some of the work. So, get involved uh, with organizations. Get involved in leadership positions to use your voice. Advocacy only works if you work it. If get involved with local and state advocacy boards, see what your passion is, what you care about fighting for. If it's equity in fair housing or more disability rights, Get out there and do something. Don't just talk about it. 
do it. Liz, you've often said, I'm a force to behold, and you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm a force to be reckoned with. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, for the, for those of you that have not been to the conference before, um, most of the time it's been in person and we would have a nice networking reception after today to celebrate the Shriver Award winner and to, uh, and to uh, meet people. Um, unfortunately, we can't do that. We tried to do a little virtual networking last year. It wasn't very terribly successful, but um, if I had a glass, I would raise a glass to you, Liz, and uh, really congratulate you for and thank you for all your all your work over the years. Thank you, Jerry. And I want to give a shout, shout out to the the doctors who talked earlier about children with CP. You guys are doing exceptionally great job with the kids with CP. And I'm glad that there's a clinic somewhere that's about to work with adults with CP because of I was told that my CP would never get, would never change, but they didn't tell me it was, it was, it wasn't getting worse. But it does if you don't get the exercise or the range of motion that you need to maintain your movement. I want to get back to feeding myself again. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.